Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello everyone. It is Pastor Mary, and I'm praying that you are having a wonderful, blessed, anointed day in the Lord. And so we're here on this afternoon uh, to continue our study on part three, The Way of the Warrior. And so because our time is quick, we're going to get right into this word. Uh, Last, when we met, we talked about or we raised the question coming from Luke 10 and 19, where uh, Jesus says that I have given you authority to overcome all the power of the enemy. And so my question was, if we have been given uh, authority to overcome all the power of the enemy, why is it that there are so many of us as believers who are experiencing defeat in our lives? And so we gave the illustration of that uh, little old lady that was the crossing guard and how uh, she had the authority from her local municipality to stand in the middle of a busy intersection and put her hand up and, well, not even put her hand up, but put her stop sign up, uh, wearing her yellow jacket in her badge. And when we, the drivers, whether we were in small machinery, large machinery, when we saw this little old lady step in the middle of that intersection and raise that stop sign, and we saw that badge in that yellow jacket, we knew immediately that she had the authority uh, to make us stop. And that's exactly what we did. We stopped uh, because she had that authority uh, to, um, to do the job that she was paid to do. And therefore, once that happened and the kids crossed over, when she uh, waved us to come forward, then we moved. And so my question on today is, or my thought on today is, is same, um, the same little crossing guard, the same little lady, the crossing guard, let's just change the scenario. What if this same little woman stepped uh, out into the intersection, right? And at this particular time, she did not have her stop sign. She was not wearing her badge, nor did she have on her yellow jacket. But she steps out into a busy intersection when there are large machinery, large buses, trucks, and all kinds of um, uh, automobiles. What if she stepped out? and try to put her hand up or get the attention of the drivers to stop without exercising or equipped with her legal authority. Well, we can only imagine what would probably happen. What would most likely happen is either she'll be arrested by the authority or she can get seriously injured. Amen, because she's doing something that she does not have the authority to do without the proper um, licensing. And so I say this because it's the same with us believers. As long as we exercise our authority, right, the forces of the enemy cannot take over. It cannot um, overtake us. She had a badge. She had a jacket. She had a crossing sign. But what do we have? We have the blood of Jesus, we have his name, and we have the word. And so if we're not 
using the blood, his name, and the word. And if we're not walking in that authority, then the enemy will walk all over us. And so not only uh, do we have uh, the blood of Jesus, his name, and the word, but there's one more thing that is essential for the believer. So if we're going to exercise our authority, again, the lesson can be taken from uh, the little old crossing guard. I'm sure that this young lady recognized the danger of the position that she had taken. And and I'm sure um, that she may have been intimidated uh, with all of the many types of vehicles and machinery coming from various directions on that busy intersection, that highway. So, so what would make her uh, be so boldly and so boldened to step off of the curb and enter into the ongoing traffic? Why? What would give her uh, the tenacity? to um, walk out there and put that sign up and, and, and get the attentions of, of the driver and, and so that they would stop and, and let the children cross. Well, I'll tell you what, what it was. I'll tell you what it was, even because I would be intimidated. I'm going to tell you that you, I would be intimidated to walk out there. But i tell you what the difference is between the crossing guard uh and maybe someone else, right? It was her faith. It was her confidence. What did she have faith and confidence in? She had faith and confidence in the authority and the power that was invested in her. Saints of God, I don't care how much the enemy brings our way to try to defeat us. We have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt, and we have to take hold of the word of God, and we have to know that we know that he has given us power and authority. Because you don't know that, if if you don't understand the implications of it, I guarantee you that you are not exercising it. You're not exercising it because you don't have faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. So you have to get the teaching. And I always tell uh, the the congre- congregation uh, at my at local assembly at my church that it's not even enough just to to read the word, right, and know the word, but you have to understand. The word. You have to get an understanding, and all thy getting, get understanding. We have to understand the privilege and the authority and the position that we have in Christ. Because once we're able to understand that, then we're able to walk in authority, we're able to exercise our authority. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians, right, that Jesus has given us authority over all the power of the enemy, all of his tactics, all of his schemes. There's no reason why we should be overtaken by the enemy. 
If we are, it's because we're not walking in faith. And why are we not walking in faith? The possibility again, either we just we don't we don't know uh, who we are in Christ, or we don't understand what it means to be in Christ. Okay, and so when this crossing guard stepped out into the intersection. There was no doubt in her mind that the cars were not going to adhere to her sign because she had faith in the authority that was given and bestowed to her from her local municipality. Saints of God, we have to... um, we have to know the authority that we have in Jesus Christ, and we have to exercise it. I don't know about you, but I want all that the Word of God says that I can have. And if the Word of God says that Jesus has come, that I may be able to have life and that I could have that life more abundantly, then guess what? I want it. And so I'm not going to allow the enemy to steal all that I have in Christ. God said in his word that he's given me joy. He says that I'd have peace. He said I'd have abundance. He says I can walk in prosperity. He says that I have health, good health, amen. So if these things, all right, if they belong to me, then I want it all. And we know that the enemy comes and he inflicts uh, tactics and schemes uh, to, uh, to cause us to doubt what God's word has said. But remember, you have power, and that power, uh, it resides in your faith in God's word. And you know what? When you have faith in God's word, then you have no fear in stepping out in that faith. So, in saying all of that, amen, in saying all of that, I just want to leave you with a couple of scriptures as we have some time in the world for you to meditate on uh, for the week. And so Ephesians, Ephesians, amen, I'm going to come from Ephesians. Um, Let's see. Let's go to Ephesians 1 and 19. It says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask to think according to what? The power that worketh in us, the power that God has has bestowed uh, in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And then in John 10 and 9 and Ephesians 6, 10 and 18, it says the labor is perfectly secure against all enemies. No spiritual power shall by any means be able to touch him. He is 
secure in the hands of God. My Father, the scripture says, which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Hallelujah. And then Jude. Now let's not go to Jude. Let's go to Ephesians 6 and 12. I've got two more minutes. The enemy does, does have power. We said that. He does. The ideal is that he has enormous power. But that's not true because uh, even though, well, let's say this. He may have some enormous power, but he does not have all power. Amen. The Lord's power is greater, much greater. Amen. And so in Romans 8 and 31, 1 John 4, 4 and Hebrews 2, 14, 15, and 1 John 3 and 8, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? For greater, saints of God, is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater. My God. And then Luke 9 and 1 says, Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority and authority over all devils and to cure My God. And then 2 Timothy says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. But of power. So on today, I, 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 I encourage you to to walk in the power that God has given to every believer. And then I leave with you 24 and 25. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and and ever. Walk in your authority. Amen. Know who you are in Christ Jesus. I bless God today for this word, and I pray that this word has fallen on on fertile ground, good ground in your heart. May we exercise this word, and may we never walk in defeat because Jesus has given us the victory. He has overcome the world. Amen, and he is in us. God bless you, and know that I love you in the love of Jesus Christ. And remember, until next time, that Jesus Christ is Lord. God bless.